Hi, y'all. Oak and Buckets Productions here with a brand new show. This is the weekly ads. I got my good friend, former co-worker Dylan, co-hosting this show with us. Hey, everyone. How's it going? This show is going to be a full-blown spectacle of sports, entertainment, whatever we feel like talking about, just like the branded for Oak and Buckets is, but... Dylan's got lots of opinions. I got lots of opinions. Sometimes we match, sometimes we don't, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think we will definitely have a good time. We're always uh, chatting back and forth, like almost daily or semi-daily about some random event happening in the world of video games, movies, sports, what have you. So we can really talk about anything and go in any direction here, I think, and it'll be a good time. We'll uh, see where we uh, seg- what we segue into and where we end up. Yep. Um, I want to start out with something because I think it's just funny. Is the uh, is the fuck you Draymond chance from the finals game last night? Now, I don't know why anyone's surprised by this because it's Boston and like Boston fans in general. Mm-hmm. But his wife came out saying. Uh, you know, her kids were there, and, you know, Draymond's kids, hearing everything, uh, all the chants, uh, the fuck you chants, uh, bitch, whatever, everybody was yelling. She said Warriors fans would never do something like that, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't, I don't know why anyone's surprised by it. No one else is surprised by it. Yeah, I mean, Draymond is one of those guys who's always been, like, a shit talker. So, I mean, it only makes sense that if you go to a city like Boston, who's very into their sports, especially the Celtics, that they're just going to grab onto anything and just go with it. It reminds me of, like, being back in high school and we'd face some random team and, you know, we'd just pick on one player and we'd just, you know, whenever he got to our side of the court, we'd just say, like, the most random mean stuff to him the whole night. And it's just... It's just what fandoms do, and if, especially if it's a uh, if it's a player who warrants that sort of response, then he's just going to get it twice as much. And if you know you have kids and stuff, well, you can't act a certain way and then say, "Oh, well, you know, our kids and family are here." Like you shouldn't do that. Like it comes with the territory. Yeah, I was I was reading comment sections. That's what people were saying. If you were like, hey, "Do you not know who their father is?" Like the stuff he yeah. says, whether it's on the court or off the court, that goes viral every week. It seems like they're playing a decent game. So I thought I thought it was just funny because it's just one of those things where about like fan to athlete interactions, mm-hmm. but not like the one on one. This happens to be you know a whole crowd, but it's it's the Boston crowd. It's I, I feel yeah. like I don't expect anything like different from Boston fans, Philly fans, no. Yankees fans, like. Not put them all in the same category, but there's stuff that happens with those fan bases where I'm never surprised by it. Yeah, I mean, it's like that East Coast, like in your face fan base where they're just gonna, you know, talk crap about you right to your face. They probably, you know, if they still could, they would spit on you and throw things at you when you're coming out of the locker room. So, I mean, it's it comes with the territory. So instead of worrying about the fan, you know, saying F you, maybe you should worry about winning the next game. 
Oh, definitely. And he had a trash stat line last night, too. So, like, everybody's been bagging on him about that as mm-hmm. well, especially with the wife's comment. Someone, uh, I think, had a meme of, like, the SpongeBob, like, grades with, like, the Fs or whatever on it. <laughs> it has stat lines and yeah. failure or whatever. Oh, and, and I don't, I don't know if they were on the sidelines, but can't they get a, a box to where they're just like away from all that stuff anyway, and just to like be chilling and reclining and not even care? Yeah, I don't know what the garden has or like what availability is with boxes compared to like the NFL families where you usually see them yeah. in boxes. It was like NBA usually always on the court. It feels like, but maybe, maybe that's just the case. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Never been there. But I think it, I don't know. I think it was just like one of those fun little things that came out of last night, like controversy that's not game related. Cause no, like he didn't get kicked out of the game. I don't think there was any, I think he did foul out is why the chance started, but I could be wrong mm-hmm. on that. But either I mean, way, it was just funny. I feel like if it was like a, a, a different player, like if it was like Clay Thompson and everyone was like, F. Clay Thompson, you'd be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a surprise but, thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like Draymond. I mean, it's like that. That just comes with it. Like I don't know what's what's a comparable NFL player where people were saying that. I mean, I even say like Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers came to a stadium, like people would say F. Aaron Rodgers just because he's such a controversial figure in in football. And the Draymond Green is kind of the same way. Yeah. You know, there, there are guys who. Those are the guys who just voice their opinions, and uh, they're kind of just instigators. So you can't you can't expect anything less than to get you know pushback from the opposing team, especially in a big uh, game in the finals. You know, oh, yeah, gonna, yeah. the fans are going to go all out. Because what that was game three. Yeah, because that- Boston's ahead by one. Yeah, yeah. So that that was just that was the first game in Boston. So they were ready for it. They've been waiting two games just to yeah let yeah. all that energy and adversity that's been mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow night there. Like, I'm sure as hell they're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. What? Um, I think something that might be interesting, um, to match, kind of the same area. The Celtics the other day had shirts on at practice, the uh, free Britney Griner shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Britney Griner, some two or three months ago now, was arrested and detained in Russia pre-Ukraine, I believe. Was it pre or post-Ukraine? I want to say it was pre. It's I, been a while now, actually. Yeah, it's like 80 or 90 days now. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was at the airport going through customs to come back to the United States and had uh, illegal substances, vape juice, that's illegal in mm-hmm. Russia, so broke yeah. their laws, and then was detained and has been there ever since. Um. A lot of stuff I see on the internet, or at least from like the Celtics, Steph Curry just came out with something saying it that she was wrongfully detained, uh, asking the country to do something about it, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, what's your take on that? I mean, she's an American athlete, so I mean, obviously, it's going to get 
she's going to get more recognition for what happened to her, especially with Russia and the war with Ukraine. Um, and I mean, players can support her. And I mean, even though I probably don't agree with her politics or anything, I would support her, you know, them, our government doing something. Cause at the end of the day, I do think it does kind of make us look ridiculous if one of our, albeit star female basketball athletes is detaining another country. Um, you know, she, they, they have people around them. They have agents, they have all of these people. She should have known what you can and can't take, especially to a strict country who's pretty conservative like Russia. Yeah. So she basically did this herself, you know, and, you know, the people around her are just as responsible, I think. Um, so we'll see how it turns out. But again, you know, this is one of those things where it's like you're, you're in the finals and you're wearing shirts it's that has nothing to do with, with, you know, with what is in front of you, you know, focus on the game in front of you, not someone in jail or anything like that. Cause at the end of the day, it's not going to matter. You know, it's not going to matter that you wore this shirt. No one's going to remember it like five days from now. Yeah. Yeah, so just sure. focus on what you have to do, and after it, like you can talk about all you want. But I think wearing a shirt, it, it, it's like one of those cultural things where we put a logo on something on a shirt, or you know, you know, on in media, and it's just like that's it shows that we care. But in my opinion, it's just really, it really doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, kind of just like a fall, yeah, fall flat approach that you know, yeah, that's your opinions on it, but. What are you, what are you going to really do? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you sending a good lawyer over there? Are you, you know, are you doing this? What do you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's not really any, I would say, I guess you would say intramural, too many intramural sports with Russia for us to really do something as opposed to like China, who's like really big into basketball. But I mean, I, I don't know what you could do even as someone who has a lot of resources, um, I think really you just have to rely on the United States government at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I was definitely wondering the take cause a lot of people were saying like comment sections were basically saying like, Hey, like she broke the law. Like Russia didn't just grab her cause she's American. And again, it was pre Ukraine. So there's no additional drama there when she was there, but you know, she mm-hmm. did, she got herself in her own mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's no wrongfully detained when you break another country's laws. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in a lot of countries, you know, products that are related and made from cannabis are still illegal. So you have to be cognizant of that when you're traveling, you know? Um, I guess another piece to go along with these finals would be they, I believe it was the Celtics said that they would not play a game because of the shootings that happened in Texas recently. Um, most comments on that were basically everybody saying like, what does that change in the same, same scenario basically, right? Like you're not going to play. Yeah. It's all virtue. We all have to do our job after any, you know, after any tragedy that happens, we all have to, you know, go to our job the next day. You know, I remember back when 9-11 happened, I was in third grade. You would have been in second grade. Yep. The next day, we still had to go back to school. My, my parents still had to go back to work. 
very few people did it actually affect to where like they couldn't go back to their jobs. Um, so again, it's like saying you're going to boycott playing a game that you get millions of dollars to play because of something that has already happened. It just makes no sense. Mm. Yeah. Makes no sense at all. Yeah. If you want to do something, put your money into, into something that might work, put your money into like, um, mental health, uh, you know, uh, funds and things to help, you know, at risk kids and, and things like that, or start your own, you know, um, charities along those lines. But to say, we're just not going to play a game that, you know, you're still going to get paid for probably. Well, first of all, it, you wouldn't not play the game. That wouldn't happen. So you're literally just saying it to say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's complete virtue signaling. And it's like, it takes no, balls to say something when no one's going to oppose you like that and it's just it's just so stupid yeah yeah no i agree i think if if you're gonna say like a lot you know a lot of comment sections were saying uh you know like you're not gonna play a game oh everybody's just gonna you know some people are comparing you know the other issues with violence like street violence gang violence etc say oh yeah all these people are just gonna drop their guns all of a sudden and stop just because you stopped one basketball game, you know, in the, the sarcastic manner, yeah. because that's all you would be doing mm-hmm. instead of that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that I see, you see these profile people saying stuff, but it's all saying stuff. Yeah. That's the problem. It's all saying stuff. And it's like, you usually see the athletes who do the much, the most are the ones who aren't saying stuff. They're just out there doing it. Yep. Like I go back to like, you know, even though I really at this point couldn't care less about most sports award ceremonies, uh, I always think the Peyton Manning or not the Peyton the Walter Manning, Payton. The uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, yep. you know, that's something where it's like all those guys, usually generally speaking, are guys you don't even really you don't even know they're doing things until you like you watch the awards and then you see like all the things that they're doing in like their off hours in like their off time. And it's like, if all of you were doing that, instead of just like saying things, you know, just to get points for your uh, crowd, then maybe you all actually could make a team to something. But most of you aren't putting your, your resources or your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to bring up. Cause that's what made me think of it right away when you were saying that is, you know, throughout the season, at least this year, as opposed to years last every either Sunday night game or something, I always felt like they always brought up like the two candidates on each team who were in the voting pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a majority of them weren't even the star players on the team. You know, yeah, they're some just, of them weren't even starters. Yeah, and most of them were either linemen, and then if they were any other position, they were not starters, like you said. Um, besides, yeah. like, a few, like, I think Andrew Wentworth or, like, Greg Olson mm-hmm. when he was playing and those guys. Yeah. But otherwise, it's, you know, it's... The guys you don't think about. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, again, I think it, it just goes back to, like, this greater issue, especially in sports, of, you know, let's virtue signal, let's say something, because we have a quote-unquote platform. But at the end of the day, you go home to your mansion, you're not going to think about it or do anything about it, and you're really just saying it to – because you can, mm-hmm. not not because you're actually doing anything about it. Yeah. 
Shameful. Um, I got one more for you. Yeah. For sports. Shoot. So you watch you watch professional golf sometimes. You know, I'll be honest with you. My interest in in all sports has decreased the past few years, just because life, you know, mm-hmm. with COVID oh, yeah. and everything, has gone out of hand. And it's just like in every sport now, golf not as much, but then there's still some people in golf. You know, the virtue signaling and all that stuff. It's just I can't even. It, it's a waste of my time to even even watch it. I do pay attention sometimes. I do look at, you know, scores and everything. So I might I might be able to answer your question. Let's see. Um, so the Saudis started a new golf league, the mm-hmm. LIV or whatever. And it's... That makes sense. Isn't there, like, some really premier golf courses over, over in the Middle East? This is, like... Specifically, the richer countries, like the UAE and Saudi and stuff. Yeah, I think the schedule had one, like tournament or event in Saudi Arabia, and then they were yeah. still playing in the U.S. or whatnot. But mm-hmm. they've basically been poaching golfers, and Phil Mickelson or whatever got in trouble with some stuff because he's whatever it was that he said. But he, I thought he was taking the money because he's playing for it. And he made a comment about Saudi Arabia or something at one point, or something about the Middle East. I don't mm-hmm. know. I could, it, not the important part of the story, but they're basically poaching golfers from the PGA Tour. Okay. And now the PGA Tour recently announced today, today I think it was, that all I need golfers who have signed to play in the LIV are now banned from their events. And they can't play in both. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess the question is, with, I guess my first question uh, is that it doesn't even necessarily pertain to that, is are, are people in the Middle East big golf fans? That's something I never knew. Cause it seems like they would have to be to, to start their own league. Yeah, I. it was just something that I think it came with the Phil Mickelson thing. I was just like, oh, okay, the Saudis are doing this. And then... Now we're in June, and all of a sudden, they're saying all these yeah. golfers are signing with it. I guess like half the Ryder or some guys important to the Ryder Cup team for America have signed over. So, and that's a PGA associated event. So, because uh, that's what made that's what I've been seeing in like comments. Because I I couldn't tell you who's who of golf. That's really interesting. And if you had asked me if that was something, like if you had asked me one of those questions where like five or like three are true and one is false. Like I would have said this one is false because it sounds so outrageous. Like Saudi starting their own, you know, league golf league. Yeah. But I mean, for, I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't be able to play in both leagues. I mean, that'd be like saying, you know, back in the day, you'd be able to play for the American football league and the national football league when they were two actual separate leagues like that. You wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like, I don't know, scheduling with golf or what would overlap or not overlap, availability and all that. Um, mm-hmm. It is interesting. Um, Something I was thinking about with it is, you know, guys are going to chase money regardless. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, that's what athletes will do 
no matter where it is. It just so happens usually in, with the American leagues, you're at the top of the list for everything, mm-hmm. I think, except for like maybe motor racing in yeah. this country. So, yeah, if the Saudis are offering bigger checks for these guys, especially if they're not the big names, they're, you know, maybe the middle tier guys or mm-hmm. lower tier, they're definitely going to hop ship. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because thought- I mean, you're just playing. You're just playing in a league. It's not like you're, like you're 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 pledging your allegiance to like that country. You're just playing in the league that's going to give you the most money. Yeah, and it sounds like it's worldwide a little bit, or and then even in the U.S. still. So it's not anything different, I think, than what they normally do, as far as I'm aware. But I just I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. Just like the drama coming yeah. out of it. Very interesting. You know, I think I have a theory on why the Saudis would start their own golf league. And, you know, it goes back to, like, the old, like, thing about how, like, business deals are made on the golf course. Yeah. And the Saudis have been making deals with our American government on the golf course for probably 40, 50 years now. So they're looking to expand their territory into uh, the professional league as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just went to ESPN to look at stuff. Rocket Mortgage terminates sponsor deal with Bryson D. Chambo for his ties to the LIV. So now sponsorships are dropping guys if they're associated with the Saudi golf series. And a lot of, man, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff coming out of that. A lot of stuff that I don't care about, but just a lot of just weird news because it is such a yeah unique circumstance. Because, like I said, there's nothing that usually poaches. Oh, I guess soccer. Soccer would be the only other sport that poaches players. But other than that. Saudi Arabia is the biggest sand trap. Yeah. And if you can play in Saudi Arabia, you can play anywhere. You can play anywhere. (laughs) Oh, we should make t-shirts and sell them. Um, I think that's all I got on sports. Unless you have anything. Um... We could touch into one more thing that I saw recently. Um, I think it was the, uh, was it the Tampa Bay uh, baseball team? Yeah, the Rays. Yeah, the Rays. And uh, they're, uh, I I wouldn't consider it a controversy, but obviously a lot of people are going to say it is, um, that a few players on the team didn't want to wear a patch because it, it uh, went against their uh, values, uh, specifically Christianity, and how a lot of people are upset about this, calling them bigots, calling them um, all sorts of different things just because they decide not to wear a patch. Yeah. Yeah, it was eight guys on the double raise. Um, quite a few pitchers, I think, or at least a couple pitchers. I was actually watching that game. They were playing the White Sox this last mm-hmm. weekend. And I noticed it. Did they have the hats on too? I'm trying to. I think they had the hats on too. It was the TB logoed hats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the jersey, it was that like Tampa Bay star or whatever it is. I'm not yeah. quite yeah. sure what it's supposed to represent. Um, yeah. But I saw the hats first, and then I noticed the the jersey had it on it too, and they were at bats, the left handed yeah. hitters, because it was up there. Um, I. Th- trying to think i think the giants were another team that did something like that throughout the season because i think i saw mm-hmm. it on one of the things they did like hat the hats were colored or whatever 
Um, I haven't seen a few other teams that it. Now the 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 surprising fact for me is that they were given a choice. Yeah, that's true. Oh, because I don't know who played and who didn't in that game. Because, like I said, I the hats made like had them. I think the patches had them, but I only saw a patch if they were bad in the cameras. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's baseball. You're not so close to seeing yeah. everyone's right shoulder. Um, but to know that people had the ability to say, "Hey, I don't want to wear that," and the team was like, "Okay, like that. That's enough right there." Presumably, they gave them a choice. Maybe they didn't. Do it. Maybe they just assumed everyone wore it, and they said no. And maybe there was some sort of pushback about it. You know, yeah, we don't know yeah. what happened behind closed doors, but yeah, I mean, it's really one of those things that shouldn't be an issue at all. But sadly, it is for some people. Um, but you know, it's no different than the players like in the NFL, for instance, who you know they everyone used to have the the little sticker of the American flag on your helmet, and now some. Some players don't wear that anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't want any sort of logo on your, uh, that represents a certain viewpoint on your person while you're playing a game, you know, I think you have that right. Obviously, you're in a contract and your boss can fire you for whatever reason. But generally, you know, you're, you have the logo of the team on you and that should be good enough. Yeah. I think it's, you know, a, a sports traditionalist, I'd say, especially like something with baseball. This goes into like with like the City Connect jerseys. If you've seen those the last couple seasons coming out and stuff, where mm-hmm. you know some people just leave the jersey the way it is. You don't touch anything. You don't touch the hat, including yeah. this additional brand and stuff, mm-hmm. or theme stuff, or whatever you want to call it. As in, yeah. there's other ways to support something without messing with stuff on the field, mm-hmm. unless you're but it, I think some people would start comparing stuff, you know, like the apples and oranges to say yeah. like, oh, well, you know, the NFL wears their pink stuff. Or like when Brandon Marshall wore the pink cleats and got fined every game mm-hmm. for a while, you know. But then you're like, well, okay, are you comparing supporting breast cancer to pride then? Yeah. With something like that? Or are you, you know, are you comparing a, a cause that people die from or people die from you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's i there's definitely some lines that could be drawn in certain places but it's it is yeah. something that does it need to be on a jersey during the game like does it make that big of a difference well i think you always have to ask yourself if if the situation was similar but different would people react the same way and what i mean by that is let's say they were muslim players Let's say they were all Muslim and mm. they claimed it was their Muslim faith. Yeah. Then, then would people be saying the same thing? I some of them would. I think a lot of like people wouldn't know what to say because, on one hand, they seem to me seem to be more inclusive to religions that aren't Christianity, but at the same time, that religion is more severe against homosexuality than. Christianity could ever come close to being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, the virtue signaling again is, makes it to where, you know, Christianity is an easy target, so let's attack them and, you know, call them bigots and stuff. But I think a lot of the, the weak people in journalism, and I use that term very loosely, 
So they wouldn't be saying the same things if they were Muslim players. Yeah. Yeah. I, obviously, I don't know what Robert Sala's take is on stuff. He plays for Liverpool, a striker in Premier League. Mm-hmm. But he's Muslim. I don't know what his takes are on stuff, obviously. But if he was against something because of the religion or whatnot, yeah. you would say, you know, what would be there. Or I guess if we want to put it this way, that game with Tampa was played Saturday, I believe. Because Sunday the Rays had the blue jerseys on because I watched both games. So that was Saturday's game. That article dropped Monday. Mm-hmm. And no one would have said, yeah. no one knew a thing. No one would have said anything about it. No, no. Yeah. And ESPN just dropped an article and fo- found out. Someone just someone found out. Just another yeah. clickbaity thing to, you know, talk about to, you know, distract us from the real stuff going on. Yeah. When sports should just be about sports. It should just be about you know, one team exerting their dominance over the other team or individual and, and winning and and the enjoyment that comes from it. And that's all sports should be about. Yes. Like, sports already brings people together, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You're all there for the same reason. Doesn't matter yep. what color you are. Doesn't matter what you love. Doesn't matter what you pray to. No matter what, you're there for the same exact reason. Cheering mm-hmm. team on. That that's enough. Like that that should be enough community, in my opinion. Exactly. Like you, once you bring in all these other details, it it upsets someone. It doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying yeah. this like, oh, keep out the stuff because it pisses straight people off. Well, you bring something in that pisses the gay people, it pisses them off. The, you start adding these details. No, no, go ahead. The thing about like things in entertainment is that you know, in music or in sports or video games or whatever it is, those things transcend different groups of people and bring them together for all one goal, and that's to support your team. So why are we bringing all those other things you know, from the outside world into the? court or to the stadium or wherever you are why why even bring that stuff in yeah we've all come together for one goal and one purpose so isn't that good enough for for the time that we're listening or watching or at the game yeah for sure i like like that's the reason i i I think i love sports is when like it Mm -hmm. is that you know like Mm -hmm. this is it's semi-political to say this but i'm not using in that manner but you know like post 9-11 that first game in new york yeah. Where everyone was just together in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do something normal for for yeah. a city that suffered greatly. Yeah, yeah, and they were all there just cheering their team on because that's the first sense of like before. Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing about sports is that you can have powerful moments like that that like transcend differences and transcend, you know different beliefs and different opinions, you know, and it's just like, we'll come together. Like, even if you, even if you hate, you know, the opposing team or, you know, you have a fierce rivalry, you know, you still love the game itself. You still love that sport. And so that's even something you have in common with, with the opposing team and their fans, yeah. you know, is that you're all there, you know, together because of your love for whatever sport it is. Yeah. I love, I love the videos of like opposing fans talking shit to each other. There's uh mm-hmm. there's one that came out the last few weeks at a baseball game. I think it oh man, I'm trying to remember where it was, but it was just like one lonely fan amongst everyone 
but just like yeah. friendly banter was going back and forth. And then like his team mm-hmm. lost, but everybody was like, Hey, it's okay. But you know, like they're all fat him on the shoulder, yeah. shaking his hand. Cause they were just having fun with it the whole game. Like not letting yeah. it go too far mm-hmm. as some people take it like yeah. sons and four guy like that, mm-hmm. you know, like he, some dude ended up hitting him because he was just being a fan, you know? Um, yeah. but when it stays at the, like the great level of just why everyone's there, cause it is a game. You're there for mm-hmm. entertainment. It's it's the best thing. Yeah, you know? that's that's when it can be really good. Yep. Um. Yeah, I got nothing else on sports unless you have something else. Mm, I think I think we covered pretty much everything that uh, that you and I had. Yeah. For sports. Right. Um. What do you want? You got anything for next? Um, we could go into the realm of movies or video games. Let's, let's, let's talk about movies. Let's talk about movies. All right. All right. Well, I, I should say, it would not, let's talk about the success of uh, Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Have you seen it yet? I have not, but I just read the Wikipedia summary of the plot. Um. <laughs> Which for me, for anyone at home, like I'm not a spoiler freak because I will still see a movie after I read the plot. And Top Gun's a visual movie. Yeah. You know, like I want to, like obviously I want to see it. I love the original Top Gun. The trailers for this have looked great since the first one dropped. Mm-hmm. Which did one drop before COVID? I can't even remember. I think a teaser dropped. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was delayed a long time because of COVID, and they yeah. were waiting quite a long time to release it because they wanted, I think they knew they had a really good movie, and they knew it would be make a lot of money, so I think they waited to the waited till the right time to do it, and I don't know if, I don't know how far out the release date for this movie was planned, but I would assume after seeing the success of a movie like Spider-Man, at the end of last year, they probably said like, this is the time now that we can release it and, and, you know, get the full experience from, for the fans and, and, you know, make the most money and everything like that. Yeah. And, and great release date. Memorial day weekend. Yeah. You know, top gun drop the yeah. 500 happened. Monaco, Coca Cola 600, everything. Fantastic Memorial day weekend. Um, see, I, I have not seen it yet. I have been so busy. I've been in two weddings the past three weeks. I've, you know, I went out of state last weekend. I'm going out of state this weekend. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I will end up seeing it because I'm a big movie buff. Um, so but what I've heard from from the people who I trust in, in the movie review space is that it's even better than the first one and that it's a movie that they don't even, like, it's not a movie that they even make anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I it brings all those things back, like in like from like filmmaking from the past, and brings it to now. And from what I've heard, it's supposed to be a very special movie and just a really fun movie and really well made. So I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has the less CGI part of it, which is like the Mm -hmm. original. You know, there's a lot of live action jet scenes in the original which for that time period was awesome in itself mm-hmm. you know like who would have thought to make a 
or word this correctly, a, you know, a fighter movie that's not the what the Iron Eagle series, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like something you know bigger bigger picture budget, uh, fighter movie about uh, a school of fire pilots, mm. you know, um, but yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot to it, and I think that's the the point, you know, it doesn't yeah, outdo when, itself. When you, have a, when you have a movie that has a simple plot, you can do a lot more in fleshing out different aspects of the story and characters and everything as opposed to making this super arbitrary and drawn out story that like really makes no sense at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a, an ending that has, you know, you got to go to YouTube and have someone who's smarter than you or more understand yeah. and explain the end to you. Cause I, I hate videos yeah. like that. I hate mm-hmm. seeing watching a movie where I maybe understand the ending and then I go on YouTube and then I see like, and didn't explain. I'm like, what part of it did you not get? You know, like, and, and that's, yeah, that's not to say that like movies that are more analytical aren't good movies because I do really enjoy watching those movies mm. that really make you think for like a day or a week or a month after you see it. But it's, it's, it's also nice to see a movie that has a simple plot, but it, it, it does it to presumably, again, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've heard, it should be really good that it just perfects what it set out to do. Yeah. And even like, even a movie with that can have a, a lasting effect on it on you after just like, rather making you feel good mm-hmm. or yeah. just like excited for something to be like, Oh man, you know, mm-hmm. like, like that was fun. Like I legitimately just spent two hours watching a movie. Yeah. I'm walking away feeling good, having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. worried about the next film. Like, like the good old fashioned, like, summer blockbuster yeah you know you just see it and it's like action and it's good and you you, you it makes you feel good and it makes you feel hyped but you know you go home and you, you you're not you know thinking about the intricacies of, of the characters or the plot but you come away and you still know it was a really good movie yeah and then i think you have the tom cruise effect i think yeah. people still like him as an actor regardless of anything and he is a good actor i think what like the mummies his only like failure film the last, mm-hmm. the most recent yeah, one, I think Night and Day was another one, but otherwise yeah. everything's been. Tom Cruise is, is a really good actor. You know, just the fact that um, his two front teeth don't line up symmetrically in the middle of his head is just, I think, that and the Scientology are the two weirdest things about him. Yeah. I mean, and he still seems like a likable guy for everything that, you know, everything I've seen about him. Yeah. And I mean, and nothing has changed about him from the 80s. Till yeah. now, like he does his own stunts when he can. I'm assuming, like most of them, he like he still does. He does I them. don't know how many he hasn't done his own of. I was watching. It was the last um, Mission Impossible movie that came out. Yeah, Fallout. What was it? A couple years ago. Yeah, and like they said that like they had to stop him from wanting to do so many of his own stunts because like he'd actually like end up probably hurting himself because he's like over sixty years old at this point yeah. too. Yeah. Which is even crazier to think about. I was just on the uh, on the Wikipedia page when I was reading about it, and like Jennifer Connelly's in the film as his like ex love interest, and I was like, well, she wasn't in the mm-hmm. first one, and she she wasn't in the first yeah. one, but the actress that was in the first one, like she's in her sixties now, and doesn't look anything yeah. like she did. She didn't. She didn't age as, as well as Tom Cruise. No, so, I mean, it kind of sucks, but I can understand why. 
Yeah, so I saw that and, and I was like, huh. A love interest is love interest. You know, it's not like the movie, the first movie said they they got married and had kids. Oh, yeah, so, you for, know, for sure. Like it's, so it's like, you know, a month later they could have broken up and then he went on to the next one. So yeah. it's not really that big of a deal that they didn't have the original actress in it. Yeah. Do you, did you see no, did go. you see how they um, recreated Val Kilmer's voice for the role no. digitally? So like he had he had throat, or he had or has throat cancer, so he can't even like really talk anymore. Yeah. So they used all this like software from like all of his other movies to recreate his voice in the movie. Oh wow, that's and cool. So he would like move his lips, and then they put the, uh, the they put all in. the sound in afterwards. Wow. No, I I thought I saw something on that, but I didn't like read into it any. Um, that's cool. There's some cool stuff about this. Now here's here's my question, just because. Thinking about Star Wars, this brings up a good point with this movie, with the uh, sequel debates that happened over the last few years is, does this movie ride a nostalgia train being a sequel? Um, Along with when it was supposed to come out, because obviously it was supposed to come out three years ago at this point. Or do you think it is just a good sequel that came out, even though we haven't seen it, but just the idea about it? Because it's 35 years later... I think it's nostalgia, but it's not nostalgia for the first movie. It's nostalgia for how things used to be. Yep. Like how a lot of people are saying, like you, most movies aren't made like this today. It's like it it, it it goes back to like movies of like the 70s and the 80s and a little bit of the 90s where, you know, you had just had a vision of a movie you wanted to make. There was no political agenda in it. There was no, we want to put representation in the movie. We just want to make a really good flick that people are going to enjoy. And, you know, they're going to walk out feeling good about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of movies don't do that. No, no. And even like the, you know, to go on that, the nostalgia movies that get chased with sequels or remakes or whatever Mm -hmm. change so much that you don't feel like, like the Point Break remake. You know, that was. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. There's, you know, besides Top Gun, I can't think of another movie that's ever been made about, specifically about just like fighter jets. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I think the Iron Eagle series. Within that, it's just like more original, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, now, like, I can't sit here if I help, but like, all right, well, now I want Days of Thunder 2 to come out and have, you know, get get a bunch of of NASCAR drivers because they would love that these days, but. You know, just something, because, like, that's what it, not that I want a sequel of all these old 80s movies or whatever, but to have that vibe, you're, you're right about that. Like, the vibe of, what, what, man, something came out recently that I thought had, like, a good vibe, but I can't think of it. But, yeah, just to not worry about anything else. Like, I'm watching a movie to have fun, and then I have fun watching it, and I'm okay. Like, I'm okay mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. And there's not those little things in it that you know are only put in there to, to serve a, a certain group or certain agenda, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. To walk, to walk away, like, not being like, Oh, I, you know, they put that in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or this scene got completely ruined because this happened or this made no sense of the plot. Which, you know, I, I will, I will give one example to that is I, did you see Dr. Strange? No, but I read the Wikipedia. Okay. So in Doctor Strange, you have um, America, the girl who can warp through realities. Yep. 
and she comes to our world with a LGBTQ blah, 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 blah pin on her shirt. Mm. If she was from a different universe, how does she have this same pin that was specific to our universe? First of all, logically, it didn't even make sense because she hadn't been to our universe yet. So how does she have a pin on her shirt that represents these things? But then you know it's only there just to serve a certain agenda. Yeah. And that's one of those things where I'm just like, why? Yeah, like we're even to the point of saying like, since she's from a different Earth, different universe, why didn't they write her where something like that doesn't exist? Like she's just mm-hmm. herself in there and she doesn't have that on. And yeah. she comes to our world and then it's just like more of a surprise, not a surprise factor down the stretch of it comes up, but it's more of a like, oh, are we saying like every Earth is the same at that point? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So even if you had had her come to our universe and find this and be like, oh, this is cool, or what I'm going to wear this for whatever reason, at least it would have logically made sense. But the way that the movie, that the way they did it in the movie and how she appeared with the pin already on, it just didn't make sense. So again, it's like, stop trying to shoehorn things in the movies just to, you know, check the box. Just, just focus on making good movies. Yeah. Um, that kind of brings up something. So you watch Kenobi at all? I have not watched any Disney-made Star Wars since the last Star Wars movie that came out. Uh, Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Yeah. Um, I watched The Bad Batch. But I, but... I, I looked heavily into everything. Mm-hmm. I read about it. So I know about all the controversies or non-controversies that have happened with all the series. So. Yeah. Um. Mandalorian, I think, is good. Like, we're just going to do a quick overview of like stuff. Mandalorian, I think, is good. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's very Star Warsy at time, yeah. you know. Boba Fett, I think, was trash. I think they they overrode mm-hmm. it easily. Overrode yeah. it. Um, the cartoon series, like the final season of Clone Wars, came out on Disney yeah. Plus. Was that's fan- what I. I- I still haven't watched that either. I hear it does justice to the original Clone Wars and, and finishes it off on good note. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Like, yeah, the ending was amazing. And then the Bad Batch series that basically continues off of it with the characters introduced in that final mm-hmm. season is really cool as well. Uh, mm-hmm. The same producers and same creative group yeah. from Clone Wars carries over with that. It's fun. Um, that's good. And then like I haven't watched Kenobi yet. But the countries that came out of it with the character, you know, with the black actress, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by it because Star Wars fans are the most toxic community as a whole. And it's not even that, it's not even because like they might not even be racist to say something like that. It's just t- Star Wars fans will find something to pick on. And if like you're a weak actress and they don't like you, they don't like you. But these same people will argue if a starfighter doesn't crash correctly in a yeah, video. I mean, and that's the thing when you have such a lore-heavy series and such a devoted fan base and and everything. And like people falsely claim that Star Wars is sci-fi. 
it's actually more fantasy and mythology than it is sci-fi. It's a fantasy and mythological story in a sci-fi setting. So when you have like these thousands of years of lore that have been set up in these movies and, and, and the movies that are based around really the Jedi and the Sith and it just seems to me that they want to keep making stories not about the things that people really care about or what people want to see. Like, as a Star Wars fan, I want to see Jedi and Sith fighting with lightsabers. At the end of the day, yeah, Mandalorian, they're cool. You know, they have guns. Han Solo, he's cool. But the real cool stuff, and even if you go into, like, like all of the extended universe stuff back before Disney bought Star Wars, there was a lot of cool, better stories from the Old Republic after the fall of the Empire with like a more mature Luke and everything. And it's like they're they're looking past all of this stuff to just do mediocre work, in my opinion. And it's all a cash grab. Yeah. So it's like you have a black character and people don't care that she's black. Like, newsflash, people love Lando Calrissian. He was black. People love Leia. She was a girl. Doesn't matter if she's a black woman. Yeah, they don't. if she's a good character. Yeah, they they just don't like the character. And that's that's what happened with the uh, the Rose actress in yeah. uh, Last Jedi. You know, like, all that stuff happened. And, more and it's bl- not the band's fault that they don't like the character. It's your fault as the storyteller that they don't like the character. Yeah. Because if, if you weren't intending them not to like the character and the fans don't, then that's your fault. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because, like, you know, when they bought Star Wars, all those other, you know, there's that, that book series that was out, or the, the consistent book series, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> you know, now it's labeled Legends. Yeah, and they they took all the canon and basically said we're deciding what's canon and what's not canon. So all these stories and much of them, you know, included those characters from the original movies mm-hmm. and the stuff after the Clone Wars, up until you know Disney buying it, and you know many of those arguments exist in the comment sections all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll come out of nothing. I was watching a video that was about like a space battle or something, like a lore video, and the arguments that broke out underneath that started just for the battle to all of mm-hmm. a sudden bringing up the sequel trilogy to bringing up this to, yeah. you know, like that's how active and aggressive these fans are. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they want to see good stuff happen for their franchise, but when you don't give it, the respect it deserves because you have it much like when you compare maybe the Marvel and DC movies to the comics, like the history that exists for these characters. It's when you have the, and you give a weak story or a weak rendition of someone. Like, I think that's where the Boba Fett series fails is that the rendition Mm -hmm. of Boba Fett is so ridiculous. And the show itself is so dry for four episodes or five episodes. What, What do you, what do you expect? Well, it's like, I, I never understood the allure with Boba Fett in the first place. He was a bounty hunter with an Australian accent. And he was in the movies for probably like 
10 minutes at the most. Yeah, I think. And then they make a whole series about it. And I'm just like, just because, you know, sometimes you can leave something alone and just let people love it for how it was and not make a whole new story about it. Because yeah. unless you're going to make it really interesting and unique, then, like, there's no point. Yeah, I think he just won out because he, like, looked cool at the time, yeah. obviously. And then they invented the whole, you know, writers, whoever did, but invented the whole Mandalore culture and all of that, which is, you know, presented in the Clone Wars very well. You mm-hmm. know, the plot that revolves around that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I... I honestly... No, go, go, go No, you go. I was going to say, I just honestly think if Disney wants to be successful with Star Wars now, they need to leave the uh, the whole era of what's going, of the New Republic and, and everything alone and go, and I, I think they are doing, they're making a show about the, no, that is the game that they're making. Um, but go back to the Old Republic. Yeah, there's like literally like an outline of thousands of years of like battles and like different characters like Darth Silas and Darth Revan and Darth Bane and all these cool badass characters and lore and like you could go back to like the old Republic when like before the rule of two when the Sith had like an army and the Jedi had an army yeah. and you could make such a cool movie about that Yeah, but instead we're focusing on when uh Kenobi was in the desert for 40 years or 20 years or whatever, just looking over Luke. I mean, yeah, he's cool, but I'd rather you spend those resources somewhere else and do something completely new. Yeah. I feel like like, if you're, if you have to tell that story, like you're bringing it to fans just because like you want to tell it and you think it's going to get you views or whatever, make it like an anthology series where like we see from like the moment he's there, Till he runs into Luke for the first, you know, adult Luke from A New Hope. Because in between, with other additional series or like Star Wars Rebels, he, him and Darth Maul finish their fight. Like he kills yeah, him again. Yeah. Game over. You know, Darth Maul's vengeance is finally done with Kenobi because he was like, I'm going to die here. Or you're going to die here. And it's mm-hmm. done. Where that could be included in the series. But instead, we're getting a six episode gap that what probably covers like a month or something like that. And. He fights Darth Vader, and we got a shitty Lego set of him fighting Darth Vader. <laughs> they released yeah. a set that's like a platform that no one likes. But quick side note: Did you see the? I'm sure you saw the giant Star Destroyer Lego set that's like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Do you plan on getting that? No. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a there's a Sanctum set that's supposed to get announced at LegoCon next week for Doctor Strange that I probably won't get if it looks cool. But no, the big old massive. Once it hits a certain price tag, yeah. I mean, the Star Wars thing with Disney is something I've given up on. I really, even I'm, I'm, you know, I was a big Marvel guy for like the whole ten years Infinity War, and even now I'm kind of over it. Same. Besides, besides Doctor Strange, I haven't seen any of the new movies. I did see Spider Man, but that's Sony and. A lot of that was nostalgia with yeah, nostalgia with, with new guy. fun movie. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. Where none of it, none of it's as exciting as it was because you can't 
you can't repeat that formula. You can't wait. Mm-hmm. Give, you can't force fans to wait another 10 years. And then it's like a, a quick thing I just thought of. Mm-hmm. They just came out with the, the new uh, Kamala, the yeah. Kamala Khan show. Yep. And she doesn't even have the same powers that she does in the comics. No, and I have a theory on why that is. So before you tell me if, yep. your theory, yep. how much can you change the character before it's not even the character this isn't the character anymore. This is the... It'd be like having Magneto and saying, oh, yeah, he doesn't have the power to control metal anymore. Yeah. It's like... Like, like he shoots lightning bolts, thunder. but not... Like, yeah. he has the same name, but that's power now or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I... I, what I believe... So, I still don't know if the rumors are true or not that Brie Larson's gone as Captain Marvel. Supposedly she is. Mm-hmm. Like the the Marvels movie that they've showed at the cons and whatever is not going to include her. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wanted something I think that maybe matched her or whatever. But I think it's because they can't explain her powers in the MCU, like in the comics. In the comics, she's an Inhuman, mm-hmm. which was you know like a sort of different type of mutant human evolution change yeah. or whatever and she was yeah. a forced inhuman and her powers are are growth she can grow things big in her body she can't stretch yeah. but she can make her arm longer yeah um i think with fantastic four coming out in the future mm-hmm. and reed richards rubber man abilities yeah they could not put both of them together because they didn't think people could handle it is what I think. I think it's simpler than that. I think it comes down to money. I think to make a show and, and the CGI involved to make someone's limbs expand and retract or whatever they they do is would cost a lot more money than to just like use like already programmed stuff of like energy and lightning bolts that you already have from other characters and just you know we plop it into to, to the scenes that you're filming in this show and then you're done. Yeah. Well, they tried capturing it. I've seen, I haven't, I haven't watched it, but I saw the trailer and there is a scene where she's using her powers and it creates a hand. Like mm-hmm. it stops something, which is one of yeah. those things where I'm like, okay, are you trying to say her powers are similar, but different, but like, obviously they are like, I, I think it's both. I think you're right on like the production abilities. And then I think at the same time, they had no idea how they would explain it. And I think again, I think they outwrote themselves. Because I, I honestly, if I was if I was Marvel Disney right now, and I wanted to just say, let's take we we have an established Earth in and that is six one six in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and now we've established this multiverse with Doctor Strange. Make a movie where somehow a bunch of the universes converge, they combine, and now you have, all of a sudden, you have, and and you can do do it in a smart way, obviously, like, do something, but now you could have the Inhumans, you could have the the mutants, you could have the Infinity Stones back, you could have everything in that wasn't in it in the first place because you didn't have the rights then. You could have it in now and then just be done. Instead of doing this stupid stuff where, you know, you have to go to another dimension to see the Illuminati and see Reed Richards and stuff. 
just combine them and just then in one movie and be done with it. Yeah. And go forward. I honestly think that's, that's the best way instead of like doing all this stuff where you're trying to like explain things in a different way and doing all that. Yeah. I think, uh, the, when they first announced the multiverse, I was kind of like, I couldn't help but get excited a little bit on what they could do. And like, obviously the Spider-Man movie has done it in the best way. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange seems like it's fun, but I think they almost, without seeing it, just reading the plot summary, there's some writing issues in between it. But I think there, there were, it, I think it would have been a lot less good if Sam Raimi hadn't been directing it. I think he did a really good job because you could tell, like, if you watch Sam Raimi movies, there's a lot of his, like, flair in it and, mm-hmm. like, a lot of his, like, core elements. And there was, like, callbacks to, like, to like the evil dead. And then like, obviously there was like some feeling of, uh, you know, his Spider-Man movies in there. So I think if had, if it had been another director, it might've very well easily been another like Thor, just like a complete, like, or like Eternals, like bad movies. But I think because it was him, it ended up saving it. Cause there were a lot of good parts to the movie. Yeah. Um, but I do think like we're at the point now where it's like the multiverse thing brings no absolute value besides added confusion of making. Cause now you have to have, you have to have writing that makes sense with it and mm-hmm. make people there. And you know, there's a lot of people that watch Loki and we're already confused yeah. by that. And I mean, that show even outrode itself a little bit because it started something well, that's bigger. Again, like, talking about all this different stuff i feel like they don't know what they're where they're going and so they're just like doing anything because you in dr strange and this is a spoiler um uh scarlet witch kills like the entire illuminati yeah and it's like she she takes the black bolt and just like like masks his mouth with skin so he can't open it and then he tries to scream still which doesn't make sense but then somehow it it bounces back off his mouth into his brain and blows his brains out. Which is like, first of all, the Black Bolt is a really cool character and it's like disrespectful that you do that to him. But it's like now, is were you just doing that as like a little nod and you're never going to bring the Black Bolt yeah, or the yeah. humans out? For it's sure. like, it's like, why? No, I agree with you on that one. Like I saw, I actually found the clip of that sequence of like her killing mm-hmm. everybody on YouTube and I just watched it because I didn't, didn't really care. Um, Obviously, like it, it, it didn't ruin the movie because that's just a small segment of the whole film. Yeah. Um, but I thought the same thing. Like, if you're gonna, because the Illuminati has so many renditions throughout the Marvel universe, I was honestly mm-hmm. expecting like an Iron Man, Captain America, Black Panther, uh, maybe Namor, because he's an yeah. rendition part of it. Uh, something with mo- all the familiar characters. Just their different, you know, different universal counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which they kind of had that with Captain Carter. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. But, and then they had, um, uh, Monica, Monica Rambeau as, uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. So you have all that, but like, yeah, but then you introduce Reed Richards, Black Bolt, and Xavier to it. Mm hmm. And then, you know, is that, yeah, is that it for Black Bolt? Because you just took a character, you made him look pathetic compared yeah. to Wanda. But yet, yeah. you know, if you see him in 
the Inhuman series or oh, like War and of Wanda's Kings or really something. Wanda's really powerful, obviously, with like the House of M storyline and everything like that. Yeah. But Black Bolt can literally just like disintegrate like almost anyone and anything just with his fucking voice. Yeah, and yeah, and he just whispers so and stuff just, is wiped out. So like I was hyped when he was there because I was like, oh, this could be a really cool fight with between Black Bolt and her, and then it's just Oh, the skin over his mouth made it for him. Yeah. And the costume like, looked good, too. Yeah, it was. He looked good. Like, he looked like the comic book character personified. Yeah, yeah. And it's, that, that just goes into, like, what I think we're typically seeing of the MCU with, like, villains and stuff, too. Like, you know, the villain mm-hmm. always dies at the end. So we always, yeah. you know, can get excited about a character, and then they die. And then now we got excited versions of this, which... Like you said, are we going to see him again? Are we not seeing him again? And you, you underwrote it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that just comes down to like, now we get to see what happens with the future. Like, I think to yeah. me, I think the Kang multiverse is just a big overwrite all in all. Like the what if series uh-huh. could have came out and I would have been okay with it. You yeah. know, the Loki thing. It, it brought up an interesting point on what could have happened, but it also could have been like a back to the future kind of type show with mm-hmm. him or something, you know? Yeah. Um, And they easily could have made, you know, Galactus the big new baddie. And that's after Thanos, like you think about like the biggest bad, like continually bad guys or threats to the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. It's like Thanos is one of them. Galactus is one of them. Ultron is one of them. Uh, Hydra is one of them. Yeah, and then I mean, you know, with the uh, you know the annihilation wave, um, mm-hmm. that was the cosmic event. You know, something like that. Kang Kang is a complicated character, even in the comics. Yeah, like any storyline with him because he has he has so much lore behind him himself. Yeah, that. To me, it's a hard character to put in film. Like, yeah, he can be scary and mean and the actor seems good and all that, but there's a lot that goes into that guy that, I don't know, I, I think it's almost, it, it leads to override, it leads to this. And if, like I said, if I was, if I was Disney, I think, I think uh, Galactus would be the coolest play. I think you bring in a new, you do start a new cinematic universe, screw all these like little side characters, uh, like, like the Eternals and like Kamala Khan. Like nobody really cares about that. Yeah. Who, who, who do people want to see? Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. He's cool. Okay. Keep him. You have Spider-Man. You have Dr. Strange. You have some old characters that can carry over still. And then you can introduce the new beloved characters that you still haven't even brought out. And you can bring out the Fantastic Four. And then you can start like these new stories and have them come together as like the new Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. There it's, it's funny. Cause we're at this point now where like you used up the A's and now you're going in like BC grade. Cause like, that's what the internals yeah. are, you know, regardless of how powerful you make it. I mean, to be honest, the funniest thing about them is that four years ago, the most recent line of Avengers books, the very first story arc, killed off the internals like mm-hmm. the ones that were on yeah. earth they killed them off they actually wiped them out of the marvel universe yeah 
And now all of a sudden, you know, less than two years later, they made a film about him, and now they had to bring him back to life in the Marvel universe to sell books. I, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, what honestly would have been a really cool storyline. If okay, so you know, in in the House of M storyline with the Scarlet Witch, yep. you know, she said no more mutants, and it wiped out like nearly all the mutants. Yep. What if, like, with this recent uh, movie? Um, Doctor Strange, you know, since she was the bad, the villain. What if you? What if they did an opposite of that? What if she put like something out into the world and made me? Yeah, and I think either you and me talked about this before, or um, I did, or I seen it around, and you know, similar theory is like, yeah, what if she created more people like her? Yeah, you know, like like the idea, of even like with WandaVision at the the end of it, or a significant event of some sort because it it mimics the event that happened in the comic books that led to the House mm-hmm. of M. But at the same time, like, yeah, why not? Why not create the mutants with everything and have a, you know, world where, or if, if they actually had her kids exist, you know, they didn't override it to where, like, they were fake yeah. and maybe they mm-hmm. had their powers and were in society and were frowned upon. You know, um, especially yeah. being like because she was the one of the main causes of the Civil War in the MCU and etc. But I mean, even um, like House of M eventually got like wrote out to be on a different Earth or whatever you want to say about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know the storyline. You know the original kind of before that was she got so mad at the Avengers. Because mm-hmm. all the kids that she, you know, she forced the Kree to attack Earth. She forced Ultron to come in and attack the Avengers Mansion. Yeah. You know, she killed Vision. Mm-hmm. She killed Hawkeye. Um, and then they found her like in her room or whatever, like in a trance with her kids or whatever. And you know, her and Captain America are boning at the time. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he carried her out of the house because she was literally losing her mind. Um. But, like, I don't know. Um, I guess a good segue to go into this. Have you seen the Black Adam trailer? No, I actually didn't watch that one. I think I intended to, but then I didn't. Maybe I did. I can't remember. Was it, like, just a small little teaser, or was it an actual, like... No, they have a, they have a full trailer out now. Like, a two-minute trailer. Yeah, then I haven't seen it yet. Someone had an article that said it didn't look good to me. It looked good. Like the pictures and imagery of it. Um, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't, I think it happens off world. I think it happens on a different earth. Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's got a good plot. This, this, this goes back to what I said earlier. Black Adam's a cool character, but would you rather have a black Adam movie or, an actual good Green Lantern movie, which we haven't got yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't. This goes into like the the character selection you thing. Rock, you could have made the Rock a Green Lantern. Yeah, and yeah. he would have been badass. Yeah, I don't even care which. Like to me, the best way to go about it. Well, one, I wish Zack Snyder would have got the ability to put a Green Lantern in the Snyder Cut at the end. I I, I read a recent article that that now they're going back and WB might still want. Henry Cavill 
uh, Superman. So if that's true, then that gives me a little bit of hope that they might continue with the Snyderverse, yeah. especially with the reception that they got when when he got to come out with his version of the movie. Um, but because I mean, they in that movie they they had Martian Manhunter, and then I think they alluded to Green Lantern. Yeah, there was the four-hour movie. Yeah, there's the scene. Yeah, there's that the scene like when Darkseid first attacks Earth and the gods, the old gods are fighting yeah, yeah, him, and there's yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. one there. Um, yeah, he's he talked about how he actually filmed the ending scene like instead of talking to Martian Manhunter, he talks to a green a lantern like a lantern shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he said it was a black actor, so I'm assuming like they were gonna make it John Stewart like that was Zack Snyder's plan, which is fine. I don't care. John Stewart's awesome. You know, all honestly, any of the four Earth, like the original four Earth Lanterns, every time they killed yeah. one off, Hal, John Stewart, Guy, yeah. Kyle Rayner, whatever. And that's the cool thing about the Green Lantern is that, yeah, they are individual like characters, but each person, each one of them can be the Green Lantern. Yeah, like not anyone can be Batman, not anyone can be Superman, but you can have multiple Green Lanterns yeah. because it. it it is the, the powering that line of succession that it finds the next host. Yeah, and you just have to have a good character behind it. So the power thing's all simple. You just have to put a character, and you don't outright the character. Just give us a character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if the Snyderverse continues, awesome, because Snyder Cut itself was cool. I read an article somewhere that they they were doubling down on not continuing it because it didn't have quite the success as they thought it would. Like the subscriptions for HBO max didn't go up or whatever. But to me, it came out like a month after wonder woman. So I don't know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have predicted a upcrease uptick in subscriptions. If you were releasing two within a month of each other. Cause I feel like most people just carried it over. Yeah. You know, but I think, the movie had enough carryover where like there was enough, there was a lot of hype around when that movie came out on HBO more than like other movies that come out in theaters. Yeah. Like I I feel like it was a scum article that was just trying to diss on it more than it was trying to bring it up because I agree with that. I think like more people were excited and like, yes, it's a four hour movie, but it, doesn't feel that way and one you can watch it in parts because of the way they edited it mm-hmm. which is nice and two it had like the ending was probably one of the better endings in all the superhero movies oh yeah as of late like Literally, I, it made me want to see his vision going forward oh for sure like you know quite honestly i know he's a filmmaker so it's a little bit different but maybe they could even like work with Zack Snyder and make him like the next Kevin Feige for the DC universe. Yeah. Let him be the overall overarching strategy for the next 10 years and just let do what he said. Yeah. And at which point, yeah, one point it was gonna, you know, like they had like, he had the Batman movie planned out now, rather Mm -hmm. he was going to direct it or not. I have no idea, but you know, Batman and Deadshot were going to go at it, which would have been cool or Deathstroke. Yeah. Um, you know, that would have been cool. Another Superman movie, you know, and and at the same time, like individual movies are cool, but there's a reason why I think the Snyder first was working, like where they just had 
Superman, Batman for Superman, and then the Justice League. Because yeah. we didn't need all these single movies to explain a team of people coming together. Like we yeah. could, we could have the at movies after. Point, at this point, we pretty much know all of the characters' backstories, and you know, it's this thing where you you don't even really need the characters' backstory. Mm. No, you don't. It's it's a superhero movie. People want to see good guys fighting bad guys and have over the top powers. Yeah, and like I could, they could literally come out with Justice League three or two technically and i would be okay with it without having a yeah. flash movie without having because i don't care i want to i want to see the team itself like together again fighting fucking dark side and his army mm-hmm. because you know that's the whole point like you don't have to do what marvel did you don't have to do it no and that that movie explained it perfectly on why you don't have to Mm-hmm. We saw the big bad guy. We didn't have to. We didn't see Thanos at the end of a movie, and then we didn't see him again until Guardians of the Galaxy in yeah. person. You know, we we saw Darkseid. He said, "Hey, I'm coming to Earth. I'm fighting you. Give me another four hour movie of hell. It could be in the future where Batman is, you know, about to fight Superman yeah. and send Flash. Like, if Flashpoint is going to be Flash going back in time, change and stuff, they might as well just made that." you know, that ending scene where he's yep. in the suit going back in time and joins up with Batman stopping the invasion or fighting the invasion or whatever the hell created that night verse or nightmare nightmare verse or whatever they called it. I just got to say, if, if whatever they end up doing and who knows with like all the stuff, I just read that they got rid of uh, all the scenes of Amber Heard now in the Aquaman movie. Like they had cut it down to like 10 minutes and now it's, Apparently, she's completely gone out of the movie. I think they need to do the same thing with Ezra Miller because despite what some weirdos say, he is not Barry Allen at all. No, he's a. it's a weird... You know, like, I didn't mind him, but someone else could have played him and it wouldn't have... I wouldn't notice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like someone else could have played him in Justice League and I would have been okay with it. I'm not mm-hmm. like, oh, he was... The perfect Barry Allen. Like, I honestly think they still should have gave it to what's-his-face from the TV series because yeah. that was just... It would have been a cool crossover to kind of mm-hmm. elevate a TV series character to yeah. the big that, screen. Yeah, that would have been cool. You know, yeah. like, that's never been done. Even, mm-hmm. you know, like, we have quote-unquote cable TV shows with, yeah. you know, like, Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, all that. But yeah, they would have took a TV network guy and said, "Hey, you're on the big screen now." That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah, so like, but with all the drama with that and the Flash movie coming out, I have yeah, I'm I'm. What do you do? He's a weirdo, and he should be. You know, we cancel all these other people for all these other reasons. Like now, it's coming out that like the parents of some girl thing that he was grooming her and this stuff. Like that dude is weird, and quite honestly, it seems like he's a piece of shit. So they need to get rid of him, in my opinion, and get someone else in there. And, you know, because he didn't even fit the character. Yeah. I didn't like him at all. No, no. So I hope they do that. But I just think, I don't think the people at WB, um, they don't have someone, or if they did in Zack Snyder, they're on bad terms still, I hear. So they don't have someone who can just plan like these individual superhero movies that come together. And that's what they need. Mm, 
And I mean, even Jeff Johns is like on the production staff or whatever, but he's still like, I believe, running the comic portion. Or he got mm-hmm. moved. He recently got moved like full blown entertainment or whatever now because they yeah. did a whole reformatting at DC. But mm-hmm. no, it's, it's all a mess. It's a messy thing that is just going to cause more of a mess. And we're never going to get that dark side finale at this point, yeah. which sucks because, that, again, that's just like. That's all we need. We don't need five more movies. Just give us one more movie that gives us that gives us that mm-hmm. final arc, and we'd be happy with it. It's and I, you would make money. Mm-hmm. Like if you had a movie, especially with the hype that surrounded the Snyder Cut when it came out, you would make money. And if it's a really good movie, then the hype around it being good and all the reviews will bring in, in more people. I yeah. mean. Well, and then and it's the effect of the trailer, right? Like we're so used to trailers giving us the whole movie anymore. Yeah. Like Fast and the Furious Nine was, as much as it's a movie, you know that trailer gave away all the big shots in that movie, so you weren't even surprised mm-hmm. by anything in it when you no. when I watched it because all the big shit, ha- like you showed us what was going to happen. You go back to maybe say like the Force Awakens trailer when it first dropped. Didn't give too much away. I mean, the coolest scene in that trailer, I think, was the X-Wings flying over the lake. Yeah. You know, you had no idea why they were there, but it looked really Mm -hmm. cool and got you hyped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If we, you know, even the Top Gun trailer, I think when the first teaser came out, just the jet flying around and then, you know, you Mm -hmm. see Tom Cruise and stuff. It's like, okay, that's cool. You give me a trailer that just has dark side punching Superman, maybe? You know, kind of like that scene in the Infinity War trailer where, like, yeah. Captain America's Honus Thanos' glove. You know, the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know what the fuck's happening, but it was cool. Give us a cool scene like that. People are going to go see that. If, yeah, if you had a trailer of just, like, destruction everywhere and just, like, dark side just, like, looming over all of, like, the defeated heroes and shit, like, that would be a cool trailer. Just, like, make it to where people... You have to make it to where people have to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, like... I need to go see this movie. Yeah. This looks cool. I need to go see it. Oh, this looks like Infinity War and Endgame in one movie. I need to go see it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the final chapter. Cool. Let's go see it. Yeah. Oh. We'll see what happens. Nothing's going to happen, yeah, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see the nothing that happens, but I'm, I'm always eager for another good movie, another good uh, superhero movie. I'm not burnt out on them. I saw the Batman. It was really good. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to just be force-fed whatever they want to give us to to make money off of me. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah. You know? And when they think it's a good idea or a group of boardsmen decide, oh, well, you know, we're going to do this instead. Just yeah. like with the whole, the whole mess that came out of Justice League, it's still happening now. And it's, you know. You gotta. At the end of the day, you talk with your your dollars, and you know, as an individual, a ten dollar, fifteen dollar movie ticket won't do much. But if all the fans like stand up and say, "Yeah, we're not going to support this crap," then things will change. I just thought of we talking about dollars. You know, the Morbius memes came out. It's yeah. Morbin time and stuff, and oh, then. Yeah some reason board members decided to put the movie back in theaters and it still made no money because I think that's really funny 
they made like three hundred thousand dollars, so that's three hundred thousand more dollars than they had. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's know? just and most of it were people seeing if they actually said it in the movie, mm-hmm. which it didn't because it was just a joke. It was, it, it's so funny that it was like it was like a meme, but it wasn't even like one of those memes that was like like a big meme. Yeah, like you were saw people saying it, but it wasn't like oh man, this is everywhere. Yeah, like and then it's like oh yeah, we're gonna re-release it. Like I'm not walking up to you saying it's morbid time, like for some random shit like it's like a one thing where maybe i say it to you because like you get the reference more than no one but like i'm not it saying was, it was just like it was just like meme lords and edge lords that were just saying it on like facebook and and uh you know twitter and and, and instagram and all that stuff yeah so the like that that's one of those secrets too where like they were like oh it's coming back to theaters and i was like why like this is one of those stupid boardroom things no one's gonna go see it because of this meme that's literally I almost wanted to I almost wanted to but then I said everyone said it's crap and I'm not going to give them our money if they made a crap movie yeah, so no, I'll just wait for it to come on streaming and exactly yeah I'll, I'll wait for there um, one more thing real quick before we wrap up have you seen watch the Avatar 2 trailer I did I saw that when I went to see Doctor Strange okay so they, I saw they, it in the theater, they played yeah. it okay yeah what do you think about that. I hated the original Avatar movie. Okay. I thought it was the most formulaic, boring movie I had ever seen. And like, it was one of those movies where everyone was impressed by the visuals. And it's like, have y'all not played video games? Like I've been playing video games. Like this ain't nothing new to me. And you gotta do more than have pretty CGI than to, to catch my attention in a movie. And it was like, the original plot was just, you know, big government bad coming to destroy nature. One guy from the government stands up and opposes them. Like that is such a played out cliched like storyline and I and like everything was from the lake. I I hated the first movie. Yeah. I think and so this one I'm just like first of all, I I hate the subtitle. What is it called? Like the flow of water or something like oh, that? Oh yeah, oh, something like that. And it's it just, it, it, again, there's nothing about it that makes me say, yeah, like, the oh, way of water. The way of, okay. Yeah, yeah. What, what is this, like, the Avatar? Yeah, yeah. Are we going to, like, the Southern Water Tribe now? Like, like what is this? Yeah. I, and it's, like, been 10 years. I really don't think the hype behind it is, is I, I don't think it's going to come anywhere close. It, it'll come close because the prices have increased, but I don't think it's going to surpass the first one. I don't think it's, I think it'll be a few hundred million dollars away. Yeah. I think when it comes visually, like the first movie, like it looked good. I agree with you. Like it's stuff that we were seeing cutting edge then, and it looked really good and it still holds up today, but everything else is caught up and done been so good. It's not going to be that much of an improvement. right now. Yeah. Yeah. That was the main draw of the first movie. When I, any of the couple times, like since 2010 that I've watched it, it, you notice it more like you see like the yeah the human like the live action scene that's on the green screen and it it's more obvious than it was yeah. at that time um i agree with you like the plot like when i think back on it like i don't mind it as a watch like a, as a time waster maybe if someone's never seen it before or whatever mm-hmm. it's not something i purposely ever turn on because it is so long and it's a lot of nothing happens you know yeah. but the plot is 
very weak in it. I'm, I'm surprised from James Cameron too. Like when you compare mm-hmm. maybe something like, you know, he made a plot out of Titanic, right? Like a ship, yeah. you know, made a ship sink and entertain it for three hours. Yeah. Uh, he basically rebooted a horror movie into a horror action movie with aliens and mm-hmm. made that work. And then the same with Terminator. Yeah. Terminator two that it, it seems weird, but maybe he's just good with sequels. So maybe Avatar two will have something that the first maybe. one didn't have. But honestly, from the trailer, I'm so confused on maybe like how the plot could be different. I don't, I don't even know what's really happening other than the same exact thing. Exactly. That, 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 that was my so big draw from it. And it's like, what can you really do in a movie like this? Like it, it was, it's pretty simple in, in a bad way. Um, and it was just like, oh, the government, again, came to destroy and, you know, take the land and, and take resources. And it was like the tribal people of that planet fighting back against them. Okay, are you going to do the same exact thing? Like, what's going to be next? I think the, the only cool thing you could do next is, like, if there was some other alien civilization. Next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, humans aren't involved at all. And it's just, like, some other aliens and stuff. Yeah. Either, like... That, I think, something else that lived on the other side of the planet, which I guess that's what they're yeah. going to anyway. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, is it a different people? Is it the same people? Cause they're making it seem like it's the same people, but it just so happens to be like different religion or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But they, but it's someone's cousins. Like, like, uh, oh, let me guess some, some religious fanatics on the other side of the planet. Don't like that. The one that are the primary characters in the movie are, with humans and so they want to they're basically doing terrorist acts to take them out because they're not true people to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't Yeah, I I do think the if anything's gonna affect it, it's the fact that it took ten years to come out. Mm-hmm. Too. Like like unlike Top Gun's thirty five years of this, this is a movie where you maybe lost the hype yeah. that you could have possibly had with the sequel. And mm-hmm. now you're giving us this and I don't know. Like, will I see it when it comes out? Maybe. Honestly, but, I don't like, I'm just really CGI it out. Well, that, yeah. The yeah. I think, well, I think For that's the top gun. I think works because it has the, yeah. The practical, practical effects, and, yeah. That's what it looks like. And, and real fire jets and that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think if, if more stuff would come to that, I think even like Bad Boys 3 had a lot of CGI in it, now that I think about it. I'm just thinking about like other movies that came mm-hmm. out recently that were supposed to be like action-y hits, and I'm just like, you know what? There was a few. In a movie that should be all practical because it's cops. Yeah. You know, like, like I mean, it's, it's bad boys. Like, what, what could you do? But uh, they actually took a lot of the practicality, I think, out of it. Like the explosions, there was fake explosions and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the point now where CGI is actually pretty cheap. Yeah, and yeah. And that's why, like, all the Disney movies now are CGI and not hand-drawn animation. Yeah. And that's why anime increasingly is going towards CGI and not hand-drawn animation because it's cheaper. Yeah. Oh, the world this day. Well, I appreciate this episode. Yeah. I think it was fun. Good chat. It went by quickly. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see what we talk about the next time. I I have one thing I want to talk about, and that is the Lord of the Rings series on Netflix. I have lots of things to say about that. Um, and we'll see what happens in the next week. Probably like another 50 different things will happen. So Oh, for sure. So we'll see. And then uh, we can talk about anything else that happens with the finals or anything too. So. And we'll make a list, set that up, and uh, yeah. everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.